0: What's going on, guys? This is Frank Frickin' Wolf from the Vera Podcast. And yes, it's usually hosted on my channel at twitch.tv slash Frank Wolf. And usually we hold the podcast at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 Eastern around Saturdays. So if you want to like hang around or chill, feel free to follow. You don't need to subscribe. But if you do, I'm really grateful for the money that's well spent on me. And, yeah, enjoy the show. This is what we'll do. I think we, we could, like, bang on the topics. Right? Or...
1: I mean, unless you wait away from hands. Uh,
0: if it comes, it comes. That's usually how I roll. If you come, you come. If you did, if you don't, you know. You know, it's on me. <laughs> I, it's fine. It's fine, dude. Like... You're invited, and if you if you get to be invited, you know, that's fine. And if you don't come, that's also fine. So, let's do this. Okay. Yeah, fair podcast, dude. Episode four. Yeah.
2: Is it? I thought it was five. Dude.
0: Four five. Who wins?
2: Stop making new math, man.
0: Here is why. Five, fuck, yeah, episode five. (laughs) You win, you win, you win, you win. Episode five, dude. (laughs) I'm
1: with (laughs) you. See,
0: see, and that and that's why, dude. That's why I like you. So episode number five.
2: I keeps us around.
0: Yeah, and no, nah. Okay, first and foremost, I keep Nick around. Because, number one, I like Nick pretty much for what he does. And number two, you know, he's kind of one of the people who's... Yo! Slightly Buzz! Thanks for the five, another five gifted,
2: dude. <laughs> Yo. Any gifters? Any conference?
0: Yeah, dude. So, gotcha. it, yeah. Well, jo, Puya, HK, um, Nessa, the God, Josh Axe, and hey, it's... Gary. Dude, th- thanks for the gift and dude. I appreciate that. Payout coming soon. And also, happy to announce, by the way, that after this stream, I will upload the two other emote slots. So...
2: Dude... Th-
0: th- yeah. So... We
2: just unlocked your emotes.
0: Yeah. So... Okay. Regarding emotes, since... We started with emotes, right? We started talking about emotes. Let's talk about emotes, right? So, but before that, dude, let's go to the coziest topic of them all. Before we go to, like, the topic of the emotes. How was your week? Because, Nick, I, you know, somebody take a break there, by the way. Just saying. <clears throat> somebody I took... took
2: I, I took it easy this week. Really? I'm not going to lie. I, I've been, you know... It's been a rough, not rough, but, like, it's been an aggressive few weeks, mm-hmm. um, and I probably took a break at the really wrong time, especially considering there's a new season of Warzone out, you know. I'm not a Warzone streamer, per se, but I do stream a lot of Warzone, and we streamed it one night, and I just was not having it. Yeah. So, I just kind of decided to just chill off camera. We Sam did stream... Our games from last night and we did get a few wins, so I mean I was there in spirit, but my channel was just laying there stagnant or hosting him or you or whoever. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it is. Auto hosting. Yeah. I mean some nights you just don't feel like yeah, streaming. You yeah. just talked about that last week too. We did talk about that last week.
0: What did you guys talk about last week? <laughs>
2: Ah, uh, you, yeah. Me? <laughs> and how we're jealous. Me? Dude. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm a good... the copious channel on Twitch. Nah,
0: dude, like, for me, so one of the things, right? One of the things that kind of both is good and it's annoying is if you're a small streamer, you have to be annoying. Like, yeah. do I certain to, to expend? If you're, let's say, for example, right? Your your Twitch too. You stream on Twitch, you know, you're you average like good one to like three people views, you know what I mean? Like that's that's fine and all. But like the big the bigger things is dude when you're a small streamer you have to like number one self-promote all your stuff on all the discords by your own self, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kinda low key kind of bit annoying and then number two the other one that's kind of like annoying is yo dude i stream on twitch yo dude i do this yo dude i do that you know what i mean so you know i mean at the end of the day it is what it is but you know as a small streamer i kind of like feel that
2: but at the same time it's like you know that's how you build a following that's how you you know get people in your streams and watching and subscribed and you know making sure they're checking in occasionally even if they're not like an every stream viewer yeah they have a specific kind of content that they like to watch like you know for instance you said that these podcasts are one of your biggest you know streams of the week yeah (laughs) usually so you know that's like a niche That needs to be filled and it's like you get people in by badgering everybody but at the same time it's like maybe 30 people watch every week and you get two or three new followers and a you know one or two new subscribers per stream Mm -hmm. and eventually you just grow it's just that's organic growth in a nutshell and every time it gets more and more and more hopefully one day we'll get up to thousands of people watching and I'll be nervous at that point. I'll be yeah. like, oh, thirty people times like three. Yeah. That's
1: normally
0: so. Right. See, my my thing is yeah. My thing is, I, I'm okay with like the small ones, but when it comes to like the bigger ones, I'm like, doot. because, <laughs> okay, I'll be honest. Um, I've streamed a lot on YouTube. I streamed. I did stream on Twitch. No, I stream on Twitch. We're live. They can, you know, do things properly. But, like, so one of the things is... I think the most viewers I've ever had, right, in in both YouTube and in Twitch combined, by the way, is... I think it's around... 31, which was the podcast, or podcast days, which was, in the first place, I'm fine with it, like, you know, if it's, like, the, the niche content, you know, that, that means, like, I'm fine, like, if someone's checking me out, it's if someone's viewing me, I'm fine, and also, dude, like, one of the things that I've learned is, I mean, up until, up until, up until recently, Right, up until I recently think- I don't view the viewers anymore I'll be honest I don't view the viewers anymore maybe the gifted subs or maybe the subs right <laughs> oh, yeah. cause, cause sometimes you, you gotta you, you just have to right yeah. but like when it comes to like the other ones it's like yo dude like what you know, it, the viewer count its like, so extra to me. You know what I mean? So, I mean, at the end of the day, it it is what it is. But I'm learning from Twitch.tv slash Empire. Dude, I, I like Empire. Because I don't know why. Because if Nick has a fetish for, like... Me? Yeah, if Nick has a fetish for UK people... I have a fetish for Australian people.
2: Okay, all right, I see where you're going with that. All right.
0: Yeah, Go like, on. so Nick hangar. No, Nick hangs around with like a lot of British people. I do hang. I like hanging around more with the Aussies or the not Aussies, but like with the Aussies. I don't know why.
2: Is, is, is they closer to, to home?
0: No, not really. But like, I would say the language
2: okay you just like the their accent and their slang and stuff like
0: that kind of it's like hey dickhead pass me my pass me my <laughs> you know pass me my beer dickhead or oh I can't you know what i mean so i mean just for me okay it's like one of, one of those things term. yeah it's like one of those things that's like i like about them is like they could actually banter the oh, art.
2: Yeah. I, I love the banter. Yeah, and just the back and forth. And yeah, just like you gotta be quick on it. Like you just gotta be really quick thinking, and it, it's it's changed the way, changed my sense of humor. I think overall.
0: Yeah, it it changed my thinking in a way where what happens essentially is it changes my perception about bantering. Because I used to not like it when people are like, Hey, dickhead! <gasps> you know, like, I took it to offense.
2: But, like, yeah.
0: Dude, like...
2: It's a term of endearment.
0: Yeah! Like,
2: Even the whole, oi, cunt thing. Yeah. cause <laughs> As long as you say it in a certain way, yes. that is the term of endearment. If you pronounce the T, the harsh T, mm-hmm. cunt... That's like you're insulting someone.
0: Yes. <laughs> there, there's a certain mean. That,
2: that's the British and Australian slang moment for this stream. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: So. Also, dude, I just found out that root and is like how they pronounce it in the British language or the English language, and "route" is actually how Na pronounces it. Just saying. Anyway. So <laughs> so okay, dude. How was your streams, dude? Like I've seen you guys play some Warzone here and there with Dez, you know, not Dez nuts, but like Dez and other people. <laughs> but
2: <laughs> We actually been we've been playing with exotic a little bit lately too. Nice. Doing a little hard carrying. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, he's he's all right, man. He's a good kid to good good kid to hang out with. Wow, sorry, we have been uh, sipping a few here. That we have this uh, pink concoction called Pink Whitney, which can, is pink lemonade and vodka.
0: Yo, honestly, I would lo- I would like those ones because that's delicious. The-
2: yeah, fruit punch and pe- actual pink lemonade. Um, but yeah, no, he's a he's a really good kid he's uh fun to hang out with. Mm. He's chill. He's pretty decent at Warzone. And we're kind of like grooming him as kind of part of the squad, so that's that's cool. Yeah. It's fun.
1: It's pretty fun. Yeah. Like got a good on the shoulders. Yeah,
0: and th- that that's my thing too, right? It is a lot of people don't think about it, but like one of the things that I do think about is you know, are my friends actually liking when they stream it, or like how when they're playing an actual game, right? Do they actually like hang out together, or they, they, do they do other things together? So you know, like that's a thing, right? So, yeah. Anyways, dude. That's
2: why I like uh, our me and Sam's like IRL streams, cooking stream kind of thing. I
0: actually like it.
2: we, have, we actually have a plan for the next one already. Mm. We have it planned out.
0: Do you want to leak it out, or do you want to, like, keep it for now?
2: It's mostly just the meal planning. Like, we don't know about how we're going to go about streaming, but we're pretty much going to do, uh... Food set. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) We're going to do steak next time.
0: Interesting. So, yeah. Okay, so we talk about, like, emotes, right? Because I just released like two other new emotes and it it has yet to be approved it would be approved either to tomorrow yeah tomorrow morning usually is well how when they what they approved it but dude like have you guys seen like the moving emotes and the like the channels
2: yeah i've noticed that twitch is starting to embrace moving emotes now They're doing... Like, we talked about this before, but they're doing a lot of things that we've had since, you know, when BTTV and Franker Faces came out. Uh And now they're just finally starting to apply it to their own native uh, coding language, we'll say. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm into it, but, man, they're late to this party. And I'm, I'm hoping they don't start disabling the ability to use outside uh, emotes that would be tragic it's always been my own question with that is like how long has that
1: been a thing slash how long can it keep going before they either one do it themselves or two you know what I mean get rid of them or both at the same time
0: yeah cause th- that's also like part of my question right is whenever whenever there's a new thing and twitch is like Twitch would actually... Yo, dude. Uh, we're gonna do this thing, and, you know, we're, we're not just, like, doing this thing, but we're actually make it, in, making it into, like, a fun thing. Bye! Bye! I <laughs> Hope you enjoyed your stay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Nah, nah, that's me. I, I like having fun and fucking around, But, like... Twitch, in a nutshell, has been so underwhelming with how much they just regard. Number one, I mean, okay, affiliate is uh, being an affiliate is nothing. Like, let's be honest, it's like your mi- your middle ground between like a partner and like you know a regular streamer, and it's like you just have a sub button. Like that's how. Let's.
2: Okay. Yeah. Let me just. Let me just counter that point by saying that it was a big accomplishment for me to get affiliate, man. I
0: mean, uh, I, I agree too. Like, trust me, I I do agree. Like, I can run ads, you know, like <laughs> like a one minute pre-roll ad. No, but like, so my my thing was, in like, way before right. I felt that they disregard a lot of their affiliates or one once you like put, be placed or like you're in the affiliate status it's like you're you know it's like you feel like you're, you've you accomplished something but it's still like the same platform right it's still kind of like the same shitty platform that we have or we we are in hence too like yeah we already like have like a lot of moving emotes in like bttv or yeah and like bttv right so now, since in this transitioning into like a new topic with, you know, the cat behind us, um. <laughs> dude, like, so one of the key things recently, right? And I don't know about you guys if you've been keeping up with like the Twitch mana or anything, boys. But have. Oh, okay, at least I don't have to explain it for, to Sam. Nick, have you seen
1: it?
2: Are you talking about ASMR? Yes. It's coming back?
1: Dude, like. Like seductive ASMR.
2: Yeah. Not surprised.
1: So, okay. Let's.
2: Seductive.
1: I wouldn't. You don't have to say seductive. Uh, (laughs) uh, What was the word we just used earlier tonight? Um, Provocative. Provocative. There you go. That's the one.
0: So, okay. One of the things that. Okay, um, streamer mode wasn't inactive for me, so whatever. And I don't know why. So, dude, like, one of the things, right, that's been a thing here in this certain platform is it's always going to be, like, a blurred line between Twitch's end and our end as, like, the streamers, right? And although necessarily we could do what is quote-unquote in the TOS, right? The problem is, like, and this is just how I feel about it, the problem a lot lies not on the affiliates who have been, you know, there's, like, people who are wanting partnerships or wanting to stay affiliate, and that's fine, right? The problem now is that Twitch is guarding, like, their partners and like the partnered streamers who pushes the limit to like either the full or the near full where you know they're just like two most dominant like you know in in the and let's be honest right they already got their pools hot tubs and bitches what 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 else could they ask for? You know what I mean? So, let's just... Let's transpose ourselves into, like, the ASMR section. Where I'm just gonna, like, you know, make... Sorry for the term, but, like, make out with a mic. Not even an animate object. But, you know... And to a certain degree, like, showing your ass, you know, for people to please. And... did i don't know about you guys like i don't again i don't hate the player i hate the game right but if the problem is the referees of the game then how do you actually decide that it's a good game to play you know so
2: anyway well they're the ones that decide what is good and what is not on their platform so In my opinion, they're basically like saying, okay, well, it was hot tubs, now it's ASMR, let's change the algorithm and work on this one. You know, they're just really trying to promote the content that gets them the most traffic. Traffic equals watch time, watch time equals dollar dollar bills. So, essentially, what they're just doing is keeping people engaged and online and stuck to the screen for let's face it titties (laughs) you know because i just a picture you know i don't watch these asmr girls or anything but i i know the genre and i know (laughs) how one could manipulate the genre to include said titties which would be you know low-cut tops real close to the mic and leggings yeah tick TikTok leggings (laughs) and dude's just two inches away from the screen with their, their little peepees, you know, <laughs> out of Hell yeah. The Hell
0: And that's kind
2: of. anyone that likes ASMR, ASMR is a very valid content source. And, 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 you know, I have watched ASMR videos before, and I do enjoy it, but it's not anything sexual at all. It's relaxation and almost like meditation for me. So I'm not kind of dissing the genre, I'm dissing how the girls on Twitch do it, I suppose.
0: Yeah, because I'll be honest as well. I don't... I don't necessarily... Um, I don't say not like it. In fact, I'll, I'll be the, the person who's going to be straight up be honest here and say that I've slept better on some days that I couldn't when I actually listen to like ASMR artists and, and I'll be honest dude like for me right I mean dude sure you've actually made it into a point where ASMR is I won't say necessarily like a bad thing but You made it into a provocative, sexual manner where, I, you know, I mean, no offense, but like, Twitch wouldn't be able to do anything much about it. Not that I'm not hopeful for, but they can't because, number one, okay, the post hot tubs and bitches meta was basically, you know, made for them. So they unclogged the just chatting section, right? But like on the second part of it, where okay, ASMR is booming, right? So let's transfer to like another section, ASMR. So they oh they did transfer and that was you know made into a sexual manner. So what's the next one? You know, you know every time I die in Call of Duty, I strip one you know one clothing or something or no
2: time. Yeah,
0: and. I, I, mean, I mean this to the full, where to a certain extent, right, it's actually good for Twitch not necessarily to ban the streamers, and actually it's in their best interest to actually make it into a point where, and this is just how I feel, okay, where they may, they make their own content like sure you can make your own content you you can be on our platform you can be kind of like sexual, provocative, that's fine with us, but there has to be not a little bit of a bit of a restriction but you know a little bit of like a guide of what's good and what's not you know what I mean? or what they could do or what they couldn't do I would say so
2: that's, they're, they're, I mean, it's a lot like YouTube in that sense where they have these very generic rules. And I mean, I will say Twitch is a lot better. They have some generic rules, but some of them are very specific on what you can and can't do. I mean, if you really read into it, it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting. And I, I recommend everyone read the terms of service for Twitch because it's, a, it's an entertaining read. It, it's it is rules on buttholes. I swear to God. Really? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. Screw it, cannabis. Yeah, and it, actually, that's a good point that you bring up. Is there are rules with cannabis? And as far as the terms of, of service is concerned, as long as it, you're in a legal area and yep. you are, you know, in your home, we'll say, and it's legal to do so, wherever you are at, then you can actually consume on Twitch like live not necessarily
1: promoting but yeah
2: you I wouldn't recommend you know promoting advocating or you know really talking about it too much but you can consume personal use or medicinal use wherever you are as long as it's legal for you to do so
0: yeah cause that's one of the things that you know and I see this a lot on like some people's profile and dude sure. I know somebody, by the way, Nick, who started streaming cannabis in a non-legal state. Nah, 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 not not non-legal. I don't
2: want to call anybody out, man. I have no problem, to be honest, personally.
0: Twitch does. Twitch does. So, (laughs) you you know, in some ways, in some fashion, you know, I would say it's their problem. But, like... You know, I mean... Let's be honest... When there's... Yeah, number one... Like... It's... If you don't touch it... It's gonna be a big problem, right? So... Somebody in, like... Their own, quote-unquote, team... Needs to, like, communicate to them... Something... About a certain... You know... Act that they do... So... You know, I mean... In general it's okay to be you know i won't necessarily say it's okay to be provocative but like just set just set like guidelines on what you could do what you can't do although let's be honest too if they set those guidelines there's the line and definitely you would want to touch your foot on the line not necessarily you know off the line
2: that's what they're doing really, if you think about it with their content. It's like what what did they do before the hot tub meta, before the ASMR meta? They did like, you know, just dancing meta where they would just bounce around on stream and play just dance whatever or just dance around to music in general, doing just chatting. Uh-huh. It's like like you said, they're right on the very edge of that line and it's okay because they're not breaking any rules they're just kind of bending them a little bit and working the system to get them more viewership and you know get them more tips we'll say
0: the biggest so d long, I
2: hope feeds
0: into it <laughs> they want the biggest d
2: yeah <laughs> they they like Sam said the system works for yeah, them I'm too <laughs> right
1: There's also the uh, consuming part of Consuming end of all of
2: this, yeah. Being consumed. (laughs) Yeah, this content is being consumed. I guarantee. There's ten thousand you know streams that are live right now that have thousands of people watching Mm -hmm. that are edging the line. Oh, true. As we all know, we love edging here. Yeah. Very podcast.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of like one of the things that I that I kind of. Not annoying, but I would say when it comes to, like, games or, like, the game, it's like, if nobody plays it right, you know, if somebody plays it right, then they're dumb, right? But if somebody doesn't play it right, then they're better, because they're, you know, they're earning the big bucks, so what do we do, right? Anyway, so also by the way I'm rooting for the Milwaukee Bucks if everyone is interested in basketball you know Milwaukee one so yeah anyway dude
2: it's an interesting uh, departure there no <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, yeah. dude you know I still like basketball in a way but yeah so dude like I mean okay I'll be I'll be honest again. I have necessarily watched one. Okay? And that one was, like, the clip when somebody is actually trying to, like, fart in their actual mic. Okay?
2: Mine fart? Yeah, I mean... Mic fart,
0: okay. Mic fart. Minecraft. You know, Dream cheated, by the way, guys. Just saying. But, dude, like... I'm I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But like dude, so here's like the my bigger issue, right? Here, here's like my bigger issue about it, and nobody tackles this one. Okay? Are you ready for this? I'm fine with anyone and everyone doing like the same amount of like content. However, at the very least do not be either a high roader or a virtue signaler, if that makes any sense. So what virtual, what virtue signaling is is basically you're saying like oh and I'll give you like the perfect example, right? So somebody in like the Twitch community actually committed suicide, wreckful again, preach, sag. But then, way before that, it's like, people are sending a lot of hate comments towards other people and say, and says, yo, fuck you, you know, or they also say, and this is just, again, just an example, trigger warning, or go take your life or go kill yourself, blah, 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 right? And then somebody passed on, on... Not on shame, of course, but like, a streamer passed away, taking his life. And dude, like, one of the things that's so annoying is that people will say, those people who says, yo, dude, you should, you know, you should try to, you know, alleviate your pain by, you know, slashing your ears, blah, 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 blah. Those kind of people who say, who says that are the same virtual signalers that says mental health matters. You know what I mean? Like, that's the most, um. you know, yeah, I want to g- gather the likes and things like that, you know? So, what are we going to do? Hell, dude, I'm going to just be a good, you know, a good person, and I'll, I'll just say I'm a virtue, a virtue signaler. However, somebody, again, was trying to fart at their ASMR mic. and and dude wait dude not yet finished here's the thing 4.30pm November 21st 2017 somebody of that same streamer said I'm ashamed to say Twitch is a platform that supports lazy females selling their females selling their bodies for cash you are teaching little girls to sell sex cause that's what's popular make them wear t-shirts and pants compete on the same playing field as men feminism is equality spread the word and now look at what we have over here hey i'm gonna wear this stupid ass leggings showing my freaking cleavage writing the my subscribers names on a fucking whiteboard and you know falsely accuse maybe somebody one or two, you know? Put like, you know, it is what it is. Anyway.
2: Here's the thing. If a male Twitch, uh, you know, affiliate, let's say, decides to do something similar or the same thing, you know, we'll say even an ASMR video done by a male, uh, you know, streamer on Twitch, they wouldn't get a third. Of the viewers, hell no. So I mean, the le- the playing field has been not level since Twitch Girls started. It's it'll never be level. I don't I don't think there's a way you could level the playing field. Even if they did put T-shirts on, they're all they will always find a way. They'll just put pictures of them behind them. You know, they'll blue screen them or green screen themselves into their instagram feed and just go look at my instagram guys look at that like you could be wearing like an entire bodysuit covering every part of them but they can show pictures or whatever of themselves on the screen and go look at pictures of me guys and it's like they would get way more viewers than any guy doing the same thing it's it's an unfair fight it will forever be an unfair fight because sex sells and It's catering to the audience that you have. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Twitch is, I'm going to venture a guess here and say about 75% male viewership. I mean, I could be completely wrong. I'm just going off of, you know, what I'm assuming here. And I know assuming can make an ass out of you and me, but I I have a pretty good uh, assumption that Twitch is mostly a male viewing audience. And any females that are on there, especially for the, we'll say, nerdy gamer types, are yep. going to go after and latch onto any female presence on their platform.
0: So, you're actually almost right. Okay. It's actually 85%. Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, I wanted to kind of lowball it. I didn't want to look like a complete asshole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he wanted to say 90%, by the way.
2: But, like, so i mean uh, my youtube uh viewership back in the day 90 plus percent male
0: <laughs> yeah dude like one of the things that's like okay for me was yo dude i want to do like something about like the meta or like something about my content because let's be honest right like lot of the times the content is going to be a little drier than usual but i'm just being myself i don't have to necessarily you know to do something like this on the back and then no, you, know, you know you know you know i don't i don't have to like necessarily be like that and i'm not necessarily saying that everyone else who does that is boring what we're essentially saying is the game is essentially unhealthy for this platform. Anyways, moving on. Dude. Next topic. Wow. We're actually like frizzing through all this
2: things. We've been talking for an hour. Yeah. So they've been going into each other too. Right?
0: Yeah. They were like, you know, making Yeah, I've been making well with my mic all the time, so Oh god. Well
2: uh, no. Two words, Cock, sock.
0: Okay, I have one. Johnny? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Dude Okay, one so one of the things, right? There was an actual suggestion on the thing called podcast topics. So thank you for whoever suggested that and thanks Nick. So you wanted to like discuss something by the way. So take it away, Mr Slighty Buzz.
2: So, Sam actually brought something up or brought something to my attention today that has to do with the topic of the show. Um, we were talking about DMCA takedowns and muting of streams because Andy, uh, who is in chat right now, had mentioned that one of my streams had a bunch of parts that got muted because of copyright. Now, what I like to do, what I typically do, is grab a, a live stream on YouTube and copy the url into a browser uh source in obs and then just that runs my whole music it just plays music forever um so i I type in usually like copyright free music and just hit enter and see whatever's available and just Mm. copy a url that kind of fits the theme of the game as close as possible and basically i just let it ride i let it go and uh i did uh rebuild on my pc the other day i was cable managing and putting new cables in and i just had a stream of music going the whole time and mm-hmm. it ended up having a, a whole bunch of sections muted Aww. now a mute is not the same as a strike obviously yep. people probably know that same thing as on youtube where you can, you can even get a copyright notice on YouTube and it just says that, you know, the copyright holder will be sharing any monetization of this video, which basically means they're just gonna take all your money or, you know, any little money, all the pennies that, uh, that video <laughs> makes. Now with Twitch, I don't think they do that. I don't think they get any revenue from your copyrighted streams since all they do is mute the sections that ha- contain copyrighted material. <clears throat> But, um, they have been doing DMCA takedowns, which that is a way more serious offense according to Twitch, uh, basically it's kind of the same thing as YouTube. If a copyright holder doesn't like them being on your content, then they can file a claim against it and have your video taken down and, and your channel struck. If you get certain amount of strikes you can get your affiliate or partnership removed and you could actually have your channel deleted So you got to be kind of careful. It's happened from my the best of my knowledge a few times with some of the bigger streamers where they get their content completely deleted and That's kind of a big thing because that's their bread and butter. That's their whole job is creating content and Uh, A lot of people rely on the money that Twitch generates for them to live. So, if you're one of those unfortunate folks that are are, a content creator and you insist on having copyrighted material on your streams, I would be very careful, tread very lightly, because they're going after it a lot heavier these days compared to a few years ago. Um, To the best of my knowledge, I've only been streaming for about a year, so... To the best of my knowledge, before this, they really didn't care because it's owned by Amazon and they're just like, eh, whatever, <laughs> you know, they could try to sue the platform or what have you, but they're not going to change. And up until recently, um, they're starting to starting to worry about it a little bit more. And uh, Sam, you had mentioned that a few streamers were t- tweeting about a specific artist claiming their okay. content on uh, on their videos and getting them taken down. Who happens to be a Canadian? Yep, Drake. Drake. Drake mm. has been striking videos like it's his job. So I'm I'm curious to think about uh, think of you know I want to hear your thoughts, Frank. Because Birdman stole his royalties. <laughs> oh, <Joe. laughs>
0: oh, well, you. Um. Okay. So two things, right? So. I'm gonna do this and
2: Are you gonna play Drake? I was gonna say play devil's advocate. <laughs> oh god, no. you're going no, no 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 no, no.
0: Do, do, do. <laughs> So here's my thing, right? And the, and I'll like you to view it on on like the podcast topics, right? So honestly okay, here's what I did, and nobody knows about it. Yeah. So basically, right now, you are routed through my desktop audio, my Twitch VOD, and my my microphone is me. Essentially, right. Oh. That, that's essentially like the VOD, the VOD itself, right? But so one of the things that. I used to like really do is so since this is now routed through the VOD itself what I do right now is if let's say I have a music playing which let's be honest like I could play like any music which I won't necessarily hear but my chat will hear right I have it routed so that I can play the music and I could hear it, but if I put it in my VOD, they, you know, the music is not there. Okay. So, it uses the same concept as, like, something with your two-player audio, but it's pretty much like the same way, right? It's going to be, okay, like, I have to make it into a point where, yo, Like, one of the things would be, okay, I'll do this, or, you know, I could do this, but me getting copyright striken or stricken or, like, would be a little bit less. Because they usually would make it into a point where they actually either like to use this on either, you know either usually on VODs or you know on the other things so yeah like that's at least like one precautionary measure that I did and I know ev- everyone's like yo dude like DMCA this or that the other thing that you could do is and this is what I do this is what I do now so I have friends, I have two friends, I could confidently say that they're homies. One is Nightingale Lo-Fi, and the other one is Kubo Music. So, what I used to do is if I play TFT or like anything that's kind of like down, I play Lo-Fi stuff, and I've already asked them for their permission, which they're not a company, and you know they're not necessarily an LLC or they're not signed to like a record label so I could like take their word for it and I've also got it in the rhythm because that's usually like how you want it anyway right
2: mm-hmm.
0: but for me I already asked like different individuals if I could play their music and they're fine with it the other thing that I'm in, pro- in process on doing was or is rather i know somebody who who do like who does rap stuff and i would ask them if like their music is like if i'm okay to use their music on stream which basically you know and a lot of people don't know this if you're not contracted to like let's say for example like a record label You don't have to like ask the label you can just ask the person or ask the the primary primary percentage holder for the whole copyright because remember there's like the other copyright for the lyrics and the other copyright could be from the beat so if you could ask like the person who usually because usually what happens is it's going to be like 50 50 for like some for like the beat and like for the lyrics it would be a little bit too depends on how much edited it is it's usually going to be 80 to 90 and or even up to the most part 70. so you know there is sometimes that i usually would suggest to like other people is if you have a rapper in your local area or like if you know some some artists who has some, who have some stuff on either Bandcamp, SoundCloud you know that at least supports them in their own um thing but other than that yeah I mean the MCA. okay here's the other thing right so let's assume that you have no friends I know it's kind of like a doomer and gloomer is <laughs> is also what, what somebody said in chat is kind of like wrong You just ask the person for permission, it's done it's not the management company why do you have to like go to a management company
2: if they're alone and they're not managed like what? by the way if, if they're an independent artist that makes their own music, for instance uh okay Andy says that Michelle has had copyright notices on her own music which is because she goes through a company called CD Baby mm-hmm. and CD Baby is actually protecting their own artists or who they have yeah. going through them by striking channels that use their music so she kind of shot herself in the foot with that by doing that I guess mm-hmm. but at the same time it is if anyone else uses her music, then it's going to strike their channel as well. Um, So it's kind of a... That's a tricky situation with Michelle, at least, because she is the artist that owns the copyright, even though CD Baby is doing it on her behalf, essentially. Whereas if you have a truly independent artist who is a creator, and they go from, you know... they, They produce their own music from start to finish and and put it up on soundcloud or what have you they own the copyrights to the music it's not going to be soundcloud striking them uh, and I, at the same time that also means that they don't have the same protections as someone yeah. would if they go through cd baby it's that they are kind of free to do whatever they want with their music and a little bit blind if anyone uses their music without permission
0: even up to some point 21 savage have the same rights as a as almost an indie company or not an indie company an independent person who actually plays their music that's why if you notice if anyone who streams everyone uses 21 savage almost i
1: wonder why you did that in that
2: yeah yeah, we actually said that
1: before the stream like oh frank's always bumping 21 savage i like it
0: yeah yeah (laughs) because 21 doesn't copyright not because I mean, he, no,
1: does, he can't,
0: but... Why I, I promise I mean. you he can, but, you know, how much would he, ba- he would he bother? You know what yeah. I mean?
2: If, if anything, it's a benefit to the copyright holder because they're getting their stuff out there, especially if you're, like, a, a smaller, you know, artist. Then it gets their name out there a little bit more, gets their, their content out there a little bit more. You're, you really benefit from sharing the rights to your copyrighted material and i mean i'm totally down to do collab with with, like local artists and whatnot i would love to do that kind of thing uh it'd be really cool and i'm sure a lot of streamers are doing that as well Mm -hmm. so like you, you got my my gears turning a little bit just from this discussion
0: yeah and even if you're like a small indie person why would you then search for people who uses your music and like for you to like DMCA, like what? Like you would actually be happy for, you, for them to actually, you know, make them into a point where you're actually, they're actually pumping your own
2: music. So what? What's wrong with that? It's not. I will say, I will say that one of the worst offenders is Sony. Yeah. Sony BMG is the worst with copyright strikes. They strike anything, that even if it's a sample in a loop of. Something that you're listening to or or playing, they will copyright strike you, mm-hmm. and they will take all the monetization they can from your channel. Also, they are brutal. Also, one t-
0: one key tip for like a few content creators is that if let's say, if necessarily you're using Spotify for like your music stuff, try checking it on YouTube first, because it gets you like it gets you usually to like check what company usually would say is holding the licenses and you could check who is affiliated with that also ncs is not safe for that i know a lot of like other quote-unquote ncs music that's actually copyrighted so, that's why, personally, I don't even go to, like, NCS or, like, anything. I only could boot, and I'll be honest here, I only even boot Lo-Fi Girl. Or, like, my, my friend's is Nightingale Lo-Fi or Kubo Music. Not because, like, I necessarily, you know, like Lo-Fi, but, like, I already have their permission. So, what else is there to, like, you know, do? And plus already have the written consent that i could use their music hence hey dude i am a free offender
2: i mean it's nice to have friends in the the industry you know um like i i like i said when i did my cable management stream the other day i just kind of last minute grabbed a stream because a lot of times these streams get either taken down or Mm -hmm they end and you have to restart with a different url so a lot of times i just have to grab a url off offline and just kind of last minute kind of thing i notice that my music's not playing and when i lo- like look at the source it just says this can't be loaded so i just go on youtube type copyright free in and grab something that kind of fits the theme like i said already <clears throat> And uh, most of the time it's fine. There's one particular stream that's kind of ongoing, non-stop, 24-7. Mm. Occasionally you have to re- redo the URL for it, but other than that, I've never gotten a strike or a mute or anything from it. Yeah. Uh, but the one that I just happened to grab that one particular time had a bunch of copyrighted stuff in it, so I kind of screwed myself a little bit. I mean, not that many people would watch a a VOD of me shoving cables into my own computer, but, uh, in the off chance, it just kind of uh, is unfortunate, but that stream was kind of, uh, kind of chalk from the beginning because I forgot to change my audio output Mm. to my virtual audio cable before starting the stream, which means that I couldn't hear discord, which I was meant to hear. All along, I said i'm going to just hop into Discord, and if someone wants to join me on stream, then they can jump in and i'll be able to hear them, and the stream will be able to hear them, but yeah, I kind of screwed myself on that one i I never said I was a professional <laughs> i just i just do i do i do things with o b s yeah, <laughs> I make it go. I just hit the go button. Yeah, and- I'm not good at video games either. So man, I got—I don't have much going for me at this point. So you're,
0: so you're not good at video games.
2: I have a good personality.
0: You have a pretty good personality, and you're also fat. So your, you know, your ass is actually like, you know, you can't see like that fat thick ass. Thick with three C's, son. Uh sure. So you're, you're thick, in- rather. I'm sorry, you're thick. So you know. <laughs> So, dude,
2: like. I'm extra large and in charge. Yeah, dude, 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 dude. <laughs> people oh who my. are bigger. Don't clip that, Andy.
0: People who are bigger are actually go- gooder. You know why? Because, fir- first and foremost, if you have a size 13 shoes, right? <laughs> if you have a size 13 shoe, or if your foot is size 13, most Big likely, size? most likely, you'll have more, either one, discounts, two, you'll actually have more shoes to actually play. Because nobody, nobody usually buys 13. It's it's usually like 7 to 10.
2: Yeah, I'm like a size 12. Well, depends on Canadian sizes. Is North America all the same or is Canada different? Yeah, NA is the same. We, okay. We usually... we. Usually, we so I'm a I have a size twelve, 11, <laughs> usually. But uh, yeah, I mean I will say that shoes are typically available in my size, which are is is a very nice thing. See, you have a size twelve foot. You know
0: what that means, dude.
2: Anyway. <laughs> no, if the, I will squash those rumors up. right now. Yeah, if anything, big socks. Okay. Not knocks.
1: Yeah. Frank, I don't want to go on a tangent, but is that natural light? I've been, like, wondering that the whole time, right? This one?
2: Is yeah. that actual natural light coming in? Yeah. Damn, bro. It's still light out there? With... Yeah, it's 9 o'clock at night over on your side of the yeah, ocean. Dude,
0: it's actually, like,
2: natural light.
0: And what? it's actually, <laughs> you
2: know... I like it. it. Looks good. Really good it looks camera. Good. Oh, for anyone, wow, like, I said that right at the start. Like, dude, I wonder if that's natural. Right for, right. for anyone listening to this, the this in a podcast form, uh, it's very bright behind Frank. He's very much backlit. Wow. It's not okay. Even like too bright. It's just. Ooh. Oh wow! Oops. That is yeah. Either or he's got a very sensitive camera that can take in a lot of light, which in in which case, well done, Logitech or whoever makes your camera.
0: Uh no, I do see nine twenty. I'm busy. I'm poor. Yeah. Anyway, dude, okay, so uh, another thing, right? That I want that we could dive down into like the DMCA stuff because it's really like this shit is like annoying, right? So I'm gonna annoy Sam better. Oh, perfect. Yeah, dude. Do you guys know that one? Of the people, by the way,
2: dude. Do you, you guys might know extra stream elements there?
0: Yeah, I would, I would. <laughs> dude, did you know that actual one of the people who actually puts out one of like the annoyingest being a VP in Twitch is Sarah Clement?
2: I'm not familiar with this person. Can you fill us in, Frank? Sure. Sarah Clements
0: is one of the people, or one of the COO, by the way, of Twitch, right? COO of Twitch, which, by the way, came from Pandora, which is a music platform,
2: Mm -hmm. right?
0: So, when Twitch hired her, the idea, or the big idea, is for you to actually merge into, like, a same set of, like, community where music people could dive down into, like, the more... I won't say appropriate, but, like, music and Twitch would be able to
2: connect. Like, the
0: gap would be bridge. Dude,
2: if you could... If you could have a way that any music on Pandora, you wouldn't get, like, hit for copyright... Well, I guess it would have to come down to Amazon because Amazon owns uh Twitch in the first place. So if if Amazon ever bought out Pandora, then I that could be a possibility. But yeah. like, all right, even we'll say for instance, Amazon Music, because that's a thing too. But if like let's say any artist on Amazon Music was fair game for any Twitch streamer, that would be huge. I feel like. That would be massive if you could if any Twitch streamer was allowed to use <clears throat> was allowed to use yeah. any Amazon music artist that would bring more traffic to Amazon music I think because they'd go well I want my stuff heard you know so what better way like we've been saying this whole time than bringing more traffic to another platform that uses their their art we'll say to Create different types of content. You know, you could have people drawing, sculpting, painting, IRL, whatever,
0: mm.
2: on Twitch using their music in the background. And Twitch could potentially, like, recognize the music playing and have a little thing right below the screen where it says that you're live and in, in the different uh, genres that it's in to advertise their music on Amazon Music. Yeah. I mean, I'm no programmer, but I feel like that could be a pretty easy integration. And not only would it bring more traffic to Amazon Music for artists and for consumers, but I think it would be a lot easier for us as streamers to be able to find music that we're not afraid to use in our streams. Cause right now it's just kind of a never ending struggle. You have to, like, hunt for something that's copyright-free.
0: Yeah. Because that's also, you have like, to use. one of the things, too, that's kind of, like, um, like annoying is that if you're hired from the same old music company and you're not on Twitch, like, one of the things is, it's kind of, like, going to be not just not just about bridging the gap. It's you know people who actually don't know about how strong the other smaller community is and how people actually support them actually doesn't make sense because a lot of like there's a lot of like 24-hour lo-fi platform music and there's a lot of like not just platform but like there's a lot of even smaller creators in Bandcamp and, like, other things, uh, SoundCloud, that you could ask for their music for. Or not necessarily ask for their music for, that you could ask them to play for from their SoundCloud, you know? So, dude, I don't know, man. Like, DMCA is just, like, one of the hardest things into, like, the other, you know, problems of Twitch. You know what I mean? (laughs)
2: Andy uh, brought up a point. The thing with Pandora and other music platforms is that the music companies and their management companies have been going after them big time because the music companies and artists get zero to a tiny fraction of the money that they would from traditional platforms like radio, TV, film, etc. But it's almost a problem of adjusting to a new market, and it's also just this built-in sort of... Way of almost suppressing artists because you, you you as the artist get a tiny fraction of the money your management firm and your you know label higher ups your labels and everything are gonna get the majority of the 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 money monetization of it so as an artist I'm sure the artist doesn't really care if their music gets played they they probably love it yeah but it's literally the management firms acting on their behalf, that's the the real issue. So, they want their money, so they're going after the little guys' channels to be able to, to get every penny out of them. Which, that's kind of sad in and oh, of wow, itself. So and I mean, sure. I feel bad for any artist that's getting kind of dicked down from these big companies and big no-name, no-face labels that are just copywriting striking little tiny channels for using a a little clip of their song or whatever. It's just tragic, but it's a systemic sort of issue, and it's going to take a while to change if it does change in the near future at all.
0: Yeah, and the other thing, too, that's kind of, like, bad... I mean, not really bad, but, like, the, the also another thing that you have to take into account is this loss... How long has this loss been written upon? 40 Mm -hmm. years, dude, since 1970s, dude, Yeah. like copyright laws don't, didn't consider streaming, didn't consider music platforms because it wasn't there at that time. And then people are so opinionated that like, dude, look, dude, these platforms are the time to production. Dickhead, like if you know like you have to like spend money for you to just like produce a track as an artist and the amount and amounts of effort even like the same amount of like the time that you're earning from it dude that's why it's a so-called quote-unquote retirement pay and that your royalties you know that's what you actually count and And dude, like, people say that, oh yeah, you just have a total, the artists have a total control then. So, dude, that's the outmost, most, I won't even say any bad words, but like, people like that are actually saying that it's like the perfect scenario when the artists themselves actually also need help.
2: Like, yeah, I was gonna say letting artists have full control over their own music probably isn't even the best thing because a lot of artists will make bad decisions. Yeah, I understand industry and yeah, the- it can
0: be. I make bad decisions. Nick make bad decisions. Sam makes bad decisions. So if there right. wasn't a Twitch, dude, so I can just show my ass, show my cock, <laughs> and show it in my mouth, dude. You want that? Like, <laughs> dude, like that's that no, does. It's a- Please don't do that, like, dude. But yeah. <laughs> See, th- that's yeah. even the thing. It's like we we are ha- that's why we're having this discussions. Is like, how can we actually improve it rather than being just being opinionated about like things of sorts? Where we need some at least some form of knowledge and not just like a form of opinion coming from an older standpoint or from a back of our heads. Anyway, any chiller topics, dude?
2: <laughs> well, just to wrap it up. Trust me. I don't want to see a big company getting bigger, but if it benefits a lot of people to retain their small pennies in income, that being artists on Amazon Music and Twitch streamers keeping their ad revenue, I would be 100% down with that, just because it would help the majority on both platforms. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like the final nail in the coffin for a potential like merger between the two. But as we know with the emotes, you know, the the, the moving emotes and whatnot, that's not going to happen for a very long time because they're just so far behind the ball on that. But um, yeah, moving on, like you said, uh, we do have uh, the E3 announcements to talk about today.
0: Okay. Have you watched the E3 from like the last week to like the this week, dude? It's
2: kind of bizarre. I'll be honest. Walk us through it. Yeah. Just walk us through it. (laughs) i not going to lie, I haven't seen shit. I heard something about Nintendo today. So. Uh, They're they're moving forward with something that's that's good, apparently. That's all I really
0: heard. Here's basically like everything, right? So, pretty much they had like. Xbox showcase which was down from like the Thursday parts which was like fine I guess for like the the Thursday ones but like everyone like from like other games like there is like the halo infinite multiview quote-unquote there was the Square Enix showcase which was in a way dude like square enix biggest game is final fantasy let's be honest and they're not even like pumping it out so much they're actually milking the other contents and making more and more you know things like bethesda dude this is like what skyrim are we again what, what number of skyrim are we again are we on five six or like seven and we're going to like make 10 10 of those ones dude come on like Dude, I'm tired of, like, it being a rehashed topic, which was, dude, and this just this, right? I know about you guys, but I just feel that, dude, they're announcing, like, a new Fallout, and then they're announcing, let's say, for example, like, the new Battlefield that's gonna launch on, like, latter the year, there's, like, this new not streamer but like the battle passes of sorts, you know. And dude, like what the thing about this and the thing that's annoying about this is that I just feel that game companies are actually afraid to like gamble and and things.
2: They you know really I mean? are. They really are. They are a lot like vape companies because vape companies have rehashed the same mod a hundred times and you know i I know most of your viewing audience doesn't have a, a deep knowledge or appreciation for the vape industry but you know how many times have we seen a clone of a clone of a clone with a vape device yeah and it's almost the same thing with game game companies at this point because like you mentioned square enix they are rehashing their best series, you know, they're rehashing Final Fantasy games. They they came out with part 2 of 7 uh there was this year. Um so I bet dollars for donuts that they're going to still do that with their other games too. You yeah. know, their other Final Fantasies. So and and they work really hard at doing it, which is great, but it's just like, okay, well, cool. It's stump it's a game that I beat 10,000 times. In the you know the early 2000s, and now you're coming out with just a basically an HD remake. Uh, that being said, there are a few games that I approve of that t- sort of treatment of. I have played the Tony Hawk One and Two re- uh, remake a lot, and it is great fun. Uh, and it's built on the the Unity engine, so it runs really great and it looks really great and it plays really great and it has that same old school feel to it yeah that million point line etc uh but i feel like a lot of video game companies are going to be just kind of rehashing a lot of content from their back catalog and not really breaking a lot of boundaries or barriers so i'm a little bit disappointed in some senses but i also have this feeling that we are going to get new stuff soon Uh, It's a lot of programming language differences between the old generation and the new generation of hardware between Xbox One and Xbox Series that they have to figure out. They have to be able to push the boundaries. Like, if you look at a game like GTA Mm V, that game's been out for, what, 11, 12 years? So long. feels like forever. Yeah. PS4,
1: GTA 6.
2: And now there's supposedly, like, doing something more with it with story mode and more HD textures and stuff like that. And it's like a little bit of rehash, a little bit of new content. But at the same time, it's like, just give us six. All we want is six. We want GTA six, please. And they're just rehashing old content and giving us more stuff to buy on their their store. You know, they want us to buy their shark cards for more money. So. It's been a very slow year. You gotta figure, last year just completely devastated the games industry with everyone working from home, struggling with quarantine and lockdown, and just, it's gonna be a pretty shitty year for creative types. So, uh, I have very low hopes for anything that comes out within the next year or two. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look at something that like uh, Cyberpunk. Uh, cyberpunk was created or finished really polished at the during the pandemic and It came out looking like kind of a polished turd now that being said I love cyberpunk I love the the mythos of it. I love the story of it I, I love the game itself and it runs pretty good on my system not the best It's not the best optimized, but at the end of the day the amount of content that you got for your money with that game is I think a good value. And I think it's a good platform to jump off of for future projects that they create. I mean, shit. If they come out with a, a patch for the story mode that includes more content, I'm all in. I, I'm happy to have paid what I you know, what I paid for the game on launch and I really have no regrets about it. Um, and I, I have faith in the company that is making it to make it better and constantly work on, on their piece of art um, so you know I, I have faith in most game companies but at the same time I feel like they're going to just be working in, on like older projects and polishing up some stuff from 10 years ago or so and just kind of rehashing it
0: so okay I'll I'll ask Sam and then I'll ask Nick and then I'll go and tell my opinion as well do you, would you rather be a new game but nobody or there's a less of a playing population on that game and they enjoy it or would you rather rehash the old game make it sell but like you know the player base is dying
1: Personally, small-scale, dedicated people that'll be there for years and years that actually care and will give good input, because I feel like that's more of a value compared to having the, so to speak, casu- not casuals, but with bigger game titles like that that rehash it, they might have fallen out for X amount of years and they are kind of out of tune with it. Yeah. And tends to be more toxic, I feel, compared to a small, tight-knit community that really is passionate about something that they enjoy and love. You know what I mean? That's my personal take, but obviously, as if you're a business, that's kind of contrary to your business model. Sometimes,
0: yeah, situation.
1: But that's my. That's what I think.
2: Nick. So, I think if you have a like rock solid base game, you know, I. Fully agree with Square Enix coming out with the the reboot of Final Fantasy VII. If you if you know the story behind it, I feel like it, it helps a lot. Uh, one channel that I I like watching on YouTube is uh, Matt McMuscles, who mm. does like these stories on games that have troubled developments. You know, and it's not always like a doom and gloom sort of thing where. It's a negative thing, like, oh, well, it went through this and that, and it ended up being a shitty game. A lot of times, it ends up being a very popular game, and one of his most recent topics was Final Fantasy VII Reboot, and it started as a tech demo for the PlayStation 3, and almost, it wasn't a real thing. It wasn't an actual game. It was just supposed to be a tech demo, but it it ignited the fan base That they demanded this game to come out and at the time they were working on i think it was 15 or something like that yeah and they didn't really have the time or resources to dedicate to a reboot of seven but they knew it was possible with the technology and obviously it took many years to create and they eventually created a reboot of seven and it came out really nice and it it kind of reignited the fans that were around during the original game all the way through the the development period and you know the people that originally saw the showcase at e3 and were excited about it they they saw it through to the end and eventually got what they wanted which was a rehash and you know obviously you're going to have the the people that are new coming into the series and going well well, this is crap you know blah 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 because they never played the original game if this was their first playthrough they don't really understand how what it was like at the time when it first came out compared to what it is now and how much of a technological achievement it is to completely redesign a game with not only hd graphics and full 3d but also more story elements more missions they added fresh new content they did a lot of work whereas there's some games that are just kind of hd remasters which are very little effort games where they just kind of put new skins on them and and call it a new product and re-release it you know so there's kind of like the low effort rehash and the very high effort rehash and if done properly then I think it's a good thing. Uh, if you don't do it well enough, then I think you deserve the negative press for it. But uh, in general, I think rehashes are, are fine. You know, I'm, I'm totally down for it. And I wouldn't even mind seeing some of my old classic favorites get a new skin, as long as you add more content and value to what you purchase. You know, if you want to get another 10 to $30 out of me, I expect more content from it than, and a new skin. I mean, I guess I'm a little bit demanding, but...
0: Nah, I, mean... I don't think you are demanding. Like, new skins <laughs> are, like, fine, because that helps you improve the game. Like, like, let's be honest, right? Like, whether whether you have, like, new, new skins, or whether or not, whether or not you're fine with it, then, you know, it's okay. But, like, I just feel that I just feel that it's kind of like you get paid for like literally uh, the same amount but you're releasing a product that you're kind of like not proud of because it could help you you know accelerate your growth maybe if you actually made it if you actually took the risk but like that's a problem right if it if a game is usually like, yo, and no offense, if a game is actually like, to me, usually a brand new game causes around 80 Canadian and that US is, I think, 60. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Like, right. in a way, like not a lot of people are like willing to like spend it. And hence, there's a lot of people who's like, after like one brief playthrough, Or like even like one two hours they actually either return it or you know they actually like trade it or sell it for another new game which is it depends because like there are gamer reviews company but then again right like i just wish there is sometimes like you know game companies would take more risk you know in a way so yeah
2: think about portal when that shit came out yeah, think about was... Half Life. Even like, cause Portal was bred from Half Life. And... I was too young for that. <laughs> yeah, see, like I'm, I'm old school, man. I remember playing Half Life on a Pentium two processor with like a crappy old graphics card, and like the the good old days of gaming where polygons were very big and obvious, but you didn't <laughs> care because it was a three D environment. And you're Definitely. like, oh looks amazing you know so but yeah like you said portal portals come so far and half-life has come so far and the mods and the community behind it still stand behind it and you have all this support from the community trying to push the game forward and to its limits even to this day you have dedicated people programming in mods to the game and textures to the game and elements to the game that the original creators never thought possible uh, and they never thought they would it, it would be done. So I think that's amazing. I mean people still play Ultima online, you know, yeah. the original game. People still play it. And and a lot of times games that that their actual servers are dead. Like if, if the original server kind of they go offline someone will pick up the slack and create a server for the game for people to still play on on their own dime yeah and that to me is just amazing it's just a kind of marvel of human behavior in and of itself because you have just ordinary people and they just offer up their services and offer up their own custom servers for a game that they're they absolutely love um, and that's amazing. I think that's something that's like not seen enough in the game commu- community. Wow. But, uh, it's really cool to see that. And I forgot what we were talking about. No, it's um,
1: wrong. game or companies taking more risk. That's what I said.
2: Companies like, taking more risk, it,
1: right? When I said Portal, I was just kind of thinking, like, to me, that's just a very different kind of concept of a game, but. That game gripped oh. me for God knows how long.
2: I went off on a very weird tangent there. Nah, that's <laughs> fine. It, that's why it's
0: Veripog because, like, you know the Veripog emote, He just eats chips. I
2: ended in the rehab. You
1: know. Show. Anyway, to... we, dude.
0: Okay. Another thing <laughs> too, right? Is, and I mean, it's okay initially. The even the game that Nick loves, AKA one that tilts him the most. Dude, like, even like Chivalry 2 oh, right God. now, dude, like, I think it's like around 2K, I guess? So, what? like 2 you mean? 2 player base? 2K viewers? Oh, viewers, okay, yeah. Right now, which is fine. Oh, 3.7 actually. But like, for it to be like one, you know, I would rather have those kinds of games where oh it's a you know it's a medieval team deathmatch kind of like or a team, team objective kind of like fighting or like you know it's like this you know kind of not necessarily a, like an fps but like you know you could be a soldier you know and slash someone in the head you know get gangbanged behind and you think that an arrow to the knee yeah dude like that's one of like the key things is I would rather have those kinds of like content rather than actual okay like this is like you know Final Fantasy you know let's say this, just for example 32 or like let's say this is Elder Scrolls Online you know episode XXXXX you know 5 or something dude like I would rather have like you know this games where it's kind of i won't say new but it's not necessarily like rehash into like a point where okay last two years we could rehash like let's give her a break maybe you know we could try it again although on the case of tlo e2 it was kind of like a bad game <laughs> in you know you know, because it's kind of like a spoiler but yeah dude it's kind of like how they could get it away is people are actually and could be addicted to games but you know you could be a little bit more I won't say free-flowing but you could make it into a point where you discover more um you can explore more I should say anyway any other any last cozy um topics that you guys want to talk about? Because
2: uh, if you do, you know, <laughs> it's did... been a lot of cock talk. <laughs> yeah, there's not enough cock talk for this stream. I think. I mean, we could we could do one cock talk if you if you guys want. Because I'm ready for it. We one. did we we did eat like a lot of dick shaped uh, food today, so did... there's that. Dude, so, join the Discord. (laughs) Yo, like, no, no, dude, 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 like, one of the things
0: that's like, and this is like one of the things that I found out, is that as a male, and as a person who's actually you know, it's kind of like, hot, dude. I actually love sleeping, with, you know, not necessarily butt ass naked. But, like, dude... Just enough. Just
2: enough. Yeah. Like, just enough. <laughs> just enough. Wait! Wait! I'm gonna bring this back around. Two words. Cock sock. Yeah. <laughs> dude,
0: dude, You just need, like, just enough. All right? So, like, for me, for example, right? It's just the sheet. Ooh. Yeah. Dude, okay. <laughs> like, I mean, to a certain extent, like, just, just, like, the sheet is, like, fine. Sometimes it's okay... But depends like, on the thread count. <laughs> yeah, it depends. But, like, dude, like, yo, like, one of the things that's, like, really enjoyable about sleeping either on the boxers or nothing at all, dude, like, one of the things that's, like, or commando, rather. Commando sleeping. Commando. Like it, same Same thing. <laughs> but, like, dude, I actually like it because, number one, it's just comfortable. You know, I don't... When I kick something, it's just like, you know, a natural action and that I feel comfortable. Now, here's like the not like the the good the good part, but like the bad part, right? So if you get the boner, like <laughs> right afterwards and you're sleeping stomach or whatchamacallit, like you're a stomach sleeper. Dude, good luck, cause that's kind of like not the not the worst things, but it's kind of like annoying as hell that it's like, yo, what do what do I feel instead of like being a not so stomach sleeper sleeping sideways, it's like, oh, I got a boner you know, gotta go jack off or something, you know what I mean? So, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I know, dude. Sam completely agrees with me. Sleeping. Butt-ass or commando sometimes
1: it's actually uh, uh It's a daily occurrence for me. Really? <laughs> no other way. You
2: I sleep did. fully dressed. Butt-ass naked. No other <laughs> I sleep just like this. I'm like a cartoon character. <laughs> How do you actually do that? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, I don't sleep naked. Even though I live alone. Well, I mean, I have my own room and everything. So, like... I sleep by myself. So I could, but I just choose not to. I I like the protection aspect. I guess I'm more of a... I'm a prepper. I I prepare for the worst, you know? If someone, like, busts in the door for some reason, I'm like, whoa! And I'm, like, at least covered. Yo, yo, dude, dude, dude. It'll get an eye full. Dude,
0: sleeping... (laughs) Speaking of busting... The door? Or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude. The door. Dude. One of the dude. One of the things that's kind of like weird is so there's actually like one guy, right? We were what we were watching a movie on Discord. And here was the thing. Dude. Like one of the things that he actually asked me right is dude he asked me hey man so i have a question i was like yo okay because this is either going to be like a super silly one or like a super good one right and then he (laughs) says dude how do i bust a knot and i was Mm -hmm. like Dude, above all things, I was expecting something really serious. I was expecting something really good to co- actually come in to... not come into your mouth, but, like, something <laughs> to, like, come out of your mouth, rather. Right? But you're gonna ask me how to bust buzz an, an,
2: as a guy. And, dude... Dude... That takes a lot for a man to say that to another like man. a grown man? Yeah. A grown... A 19-year-old
1: man, by the way. Okay, dude. so he's... It's exciting.
0: 13. It's exciting. <laughs> dude. I knew it. <laughs> dude, dude here's, here's the thing, right? Like, okay, one of the things that's like... Well, dude, okay, I could I, for, I could not forget about busting the nut thing. You know why? So, we were watching, like, this movie called Kissing Booth. And if you haven't watched that movie, don't. Cause it's annoying <laughs> as hell. Dude. So one of the things that's annoying was there's, of course, it's the kissing booth. You know what would happen, right? Dude, he, dude. There's a lot of kissy kissy part, you know. And okay, spoiler alert for like thirteen year olds: if you kiss a woman, they don't get pregnant. Just just saying, that didn't happen to Snow White or Cinderella, um, dude. Like one of the things that's like annoying was, dude, one of the, and spoiler alert. Hope you don't watch it anyway because it's garbage. Dude, one of the, one of the things that's like really fun, or like, or like not really good. Was the part that actually. The male protra- protagonist start kissing the female protagonist, right? And she, he he called it shameless, right? And then they started sleeping together, and he called it shameless too. It's like, no, dude, dude, it's against the Bible, man. You don't have to like do things before marriage. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna say, dude, you're gonna you're gonna tell me. That you cannot like you know, you cannot kiss a woman before marriage, you cannot sleep together with a woman before marriage, and you're gonna ask me how to bust a nut. Like that that's the most ridiculous and utmost annoying thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. Dude, like this I this I have to pee. I'll be right back. Yeah. No. now, now... So, and- now we got to like see your big butt and you cannot lie. Dude, there's <laughs> a pole. Dude, you could actually like do pole dancing. There's a pole there, dude. Yeah. You know? There's two poles. Yeah. Dude, like, I mean, it's, o- it's okay for me if you call out something shameless or something like that. But like, you're gonna ask me how to bust a knot and you haven't busted a knot at nine. 9- 19? Dude, I. Sam, I don't know, dude. You, you, you tell me you tell me how to bust a nut to a nineteen year old, not a thirteen year old, not an eleven year old, a nineteen. <laughs> he was so serious too. Yeah, dude, like, okay, so here's here's the thing, right? Here's the other thing. So the worst part was there was an actual woman in the call. And that's the first thing he asked me. It's like, dude, I have a question. How to bust <laughs> or not? And if you were a woman, how would you feel right there and then if a 19-year-old person asked you how to actually ejaculate or have an orgasm, aka masturbate, and not make it awkward? Dude. I
1: don't know, man.
0: It is what it is, <laughs> but
1: yeah. I don't know, man. The same way everyone else learned...
0: Yeah, dude, okay. <laughs> I, and I don't know
1: how you learn, man. But, like, I mean... a Magazine? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, okay, like, magazines
0: are fine, uh, you know. Nick, maybe newspaper, because he's older well than all of us. But, like, dude, like, for me, I learned I learned of the, kind of like a younger age. Like, around 11 or so. But, yeah, dude. Anyway... <laughs> Dude, that that was a kind of like a cozy topic where we
2: have cough talk.
0: Dude, maybe you should just have, like have cock talk all the time.
2: So I said rename the show Cock Talk.
0: Yeah. And,
2: <laughs> and, and dude, dude, okay.
0: And here's the other thing too, right? So if you are actually a new listener or a viewer, per se, right? On us, yes. <laughs> actually yeah, right. Busting enough, aka male ejaculation, <laughs> we need to ask Dr. Demo. Dr. Demo, how do I ejaculate? No, I'm kidding. But, like, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's it for us, guys. Um, th- Thank you guys for listening, and yeah, I'll Ooh. see you guys on the next one. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye yeah. <laughs> uh... Demo said bend over. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, Stay for a while. I'll I'll talk to you Nick. One sec. Alright. Yeah. All right. Give me one sec, dude. Anyways, um yeah, that's it for me, that that's it for the stream and yeah dude. Like I'll I'll tell you guys um not necessarily how to like masturbate, but like dude, it's gonna be fun. Um we're just doing other stuff and Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we'll i won't necessarily say ejaculate but dude all the cough talks are necessarily good but yeah busting and not um i appreciate you guys all 36 36 subs for for night. again i appreciate the 10 gift or the 10 gifted not not like single 10 gifted but like the five gifted from sam the five gifted from nick and yeah dude i appreciate you guys uh, i love you all and Yeah, see you guys on the next one. This is a non-BMCA music, by the way. So, yeah, just kidding. Maybe, I don't know. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please make sure to leave a review or to leave a five-star review or any kind of a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, it will be available on all social media platforms or all audio streaming platforms. And as well as if you enjoy the show, please give it a share and share it to your friends. This is for smaller streamers by smaller streamers. So, This is a podcast that's not just about hanging around with friends or talking about Twitch, but we just want it to be cozy for you guys. And again, I'll see you guys in the next one. Love you guys. Peace.